0: At the Home Depot, we have Black Friday savings all through November. And with that comes a joyful holiday bustle that we just love to hear. Although we also love the sound that comes after the holidays. When people put their new tools to use. In fact, we love it so much. When you buy select Milwaukee M18 kits, you'll get an extra tool for free. So after you're done filling the air with holiday magic, you can fill it with the sounds of doing. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Not the white Jones. Is it the copyright man. music? Oh. Yeah. Damn, yeah. he said you suck. You ain't gonna hit him? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. I haven't seen your guitar in a coon's age, Danny, so I don't want to hear it. I
3: oh, know, I oh, know. What the hell? Did
1: you say a coon's age? I've never heard that expression. <laughs>
0: that is a no. very southern, very old... Yeah, I figured it would it be
3: checks. appropriate
0: to talk about a western.
3: Mm. Oh, you are so smooth, you're <laughs> <a> smooth
0: <laughs> like, like butter. That was like you're butter. As
3: smooth as your head, or is he wearing a hat because it's not smooth today? I don't go, like, that.
0: No, I already, like this, hat. Jonesy, you're already like the
1: best looking one of the group of us. You don't need to do those smooth transitions on top of that. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not
4: fair. <laughs> the
2: best transitions are the ones you have to announce, right?
4: hmm.
2: Like, hey, check out this transition. We just made super smooth. You're ready. Yeah, we're we're well, recording. Well, I'm,
0: well, not well, well. Train... I'm not making. Uh Oh, there's a Oh, there's, there's the echo. Back. It's back, Jonesy. What did you do? That's uh, that's I think smooth. we're talking no, about Marvel I, I stuff too, so that's where the echo came from. Ooh, ooh, oh, oh. funny, real funny. I'm uh, hearing it. Is this it. working? I I Mic can check. hear it. Yeah, I can hear it too. There it is.
2: I can hear myself. Wait, it's gone now.
0: Is it me? It's Somehow, it? Jon- Jonesy now say something at the same time as, as now. I I'll am.
2: say something at the same something, time as you. Are. Yada yada Something something yada yada. No, it's gone. Oh, there, oh, there
1: it is. is. There
0: it is. It's, it's you. It's there you. it is. How is it
1: him? He has <laughs> headphones on. Well, I, stopped, someone else I stopped
0: talking. I, I'm. I guess I got headphones on too. I don't. <laughs> we all um...
1: have headphones. That's, well, except for I think it's Danny. Danny,
0: Danny, does, Danny yeah.
1: doesn't.
4: have a problem. Oh, he has a headphone. He's <laughs> blaming me. Danny's for? Not wearing what's headphones. No, no, is... no, so I think what's
2: happening is the sound is coming out of your speakers and coming back in. Oh,
4: all Here, right, hold on. Try
3: Let's this. Now you blame me, right? <laughs> we i mean him. i oh. guess we're, we're just
1: troubleshooting you're the only one who had headphones on so it's you were the easy mm-hmm. target
3: so uh, do you want me to talk at the same time as kyle or the same Test time as? So,
2: i think if all of us are talking at the same time let's see and kyle you start saying Persibere. something let's see if there's oh,
3: yeah. a yeah. yeah.
2: i
1: don't
3: think i hear it i don't hear no. it anymore no i hear it. it's Hi. gone Hi. Okay.
0: It's like a so random artifact. What did you do? Might- I
3: turned it off and on again, obviously.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> obviously, no, How dare you are.
0: <laughs> came it came right back just that quick. Came right back. You guys uh, you guys ready? Let's do this. Ready. ready to do it. Born ready. Have some fun. I was born ready, motherfucker.
2: Hello and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio of the podcast the premier flagship an international podcast of LRM Online. I'm excited. I'm back with the Tastic Four. <laughs> sorry.
4: Okay, I, I have, no,
2: no, no, I have-
1: At which I have point, Jim immediately steps on the intro. <laughs> that was because he's coffee, I'm sorry. I should mute myself. I'm muting.
2: <laughs> well, so have
1: have everybody back.
3: Coughs and, and <laughs> For Those problem. of you not
2: watching, I think Jammer almost died in front of us. <laughs> water. Just went down the wrong hole. Cough? I don't know. No, it was um, a cough. It was just a straight. I had a have cold, so it was a straight cough. Coughed.
4: They were coughing yeah, I while
5: drinking. It. I've never experienced that. Oh, I've done
1: that. You haven't lived. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, kids, you gotta try it at least
2: once. Gotta try it at least once. See if that's the thing that kills you. <laughs> um, what's <cool> going <laughs> on with your background, Jammer? That looks. Are you in a different room? Worrying.
1: so actually I was going to ask this up front does it look like I'm in a nursery is that the question
2: not a nursery but it does so look so you've got like little sound blocks. are having a baby mm-hmm. no
1: god shut up <laughs> uh, so we switched around <laughs> my office uh, to accommodate we, we did like a redesign of our house design reset up whatever and so we decided to switch this side I forgot the reasoning for it there was a good reason though and I really support it and I'm behind that reason I don't remember the reason so we switched sides of the office. I think so I can have more space. And um, this side has these weird designs back here that I don't like. Uh, but whatever. I'll paint over them eventually. Additionally, you weren't able to see this before, but all of like the the failed soundproofing from last year or the year before that I haven't fixed yet are just visible now and ugly and gross. I need to go at some point and uh, re, re-glue them Position. on. Because before, okay. I had them on... Um, what's it called?
2: uh velcro. cardboard
1: stuck to the back of the velcro thing or not the velcro cardboard stuck onto the back of the little sound pad and then i put one on the wall and then i glued them together it didn't quite work but maybe next time because now i have a velcro. room that has better windows and no this is going too fucking deep it's better windows and now <laughs> my my room isn't going to be super hot What the fuck, what the fuck
5: Nick? You
2: oh, must
5: coughing that. and dying and shit. Just let a mask, sneeze. I'll mute it for the rest of it because now I'm going to have a sneezing fit. <laughs> can't have
2: just one. <laughs> I feel like this is this is appropriate to talk about.
5: I feel
1: you know, like we last lost last half of our, of our listeners in the middle of that story. Yeah, list, so we should just, probably get straight to the news.
2: We should, let's get straight <laughs> well, to the news. Actually, here's what I want to do, and you guys let me know. Uh, so we have a film that we're supposed to be reviewing in the course of this podcast. We've got a bunch of news, and we also have a film... The film is Dead for a Dollar, starring Christoph Waltz and Willem Dafoe. Uh, this movie is trash. Uh, it's not good by any stretch of the imagination. Thank and God. I wasn't the
1: only one. You, I saw I put that in my in the chat that I was like, no one painful. said anything. No, it's painful. And then you, you gave an eye rolling emoji to it. And I was just like, does he think I'm a snob because I think the movie is trash? Oh, no, it was and... an eye
2: rolling emoji because you said to Nick, lucky you that he hadn't watched it. And it's like <laughs> we're on a show where we watch things, so that was the eye roll. It was the first part, got it, part before the period.
1: Yeah, um, uh, I'm not gonna lie. When we first watched the trailer for Dead for a Dollar, and we decided not to fun. cover it.
5: Yeah, no, I no, I disagree. I thought it looked terrible. I was like, this it was is on our really list, bad. list when I was hosting, and we're at the last minute, we're like, let's not cover this trailer. It looks bad. It, <laughs> it looks bad.
1: Like it looks so yeah. bad, and uh. Anyways, go ahead. You can continue.
2: I couldn't tell if it was on purpose or not. I thought it was deliberately, um, not cheesy, cheesy, not thought campy. I thought it was deliberate camp. What it put my mind to was the quick and the debt. That's what I was thinking yep. of. And I was like, oh, okay. This is in the same vein as that. So what I was gonna propose was we either talk about it now, and talk about it for like 10 to 15 minutes max. Like this is going to be like a weird hybrid Artemis protocol type thing where we yeah. just like jump into it and then move into more interesting things because we've got a long show, a lot of news topics to cover. Do you guys think? Yeah. About I guess halfway it through it.
1: So no, I mean, don't talk about it for a few minutes because I think there are very specific reasons why I didn't like it. A it has that god awful supernatural, supernatural filter. Oh, wait. Nick, that's on you. We hear it, we hear it on you, Nick. How do you test one too? Because you're you have a green bar around your thing, meaning that the audio was coming from you. (coughs) But whatever. Um, it has that god-awful supernatural breaking bad. The breaking bad, you know. So we know that we're in Mexico or in the Middle East, uh, or you know, an African country filter. Uh mm-hmm. has that filter, and it's so painful. I'm like, just use the clean, just, just use the colors that you got. It looks so bad. Um, So I didn't mm-hmm. like that. B, it felt like the story itself and the characters just felt like a series of cliches. Yes. And it was like a bunch of cliches without really any substance to them. it just felt but, like like if, if you had like a bunch of tent poles it's like you have the, the the saggy canvas in between them because there's nothing else in between those tent poles those archetypes those stereotypes that we already know and there's like it had nothing new to add to the conversation nothing interesting to do yeah nothing different about the characters and almost like we were it relied so heavily on the tropes that it didn't even bother to sort of fill out its own world in an interesting way. So and was that was going to be like, my pushback yeah. on that
2: because it's a Western, right? And when you talk about these people are tropes, they're archetypes. Like, yeah, in a Western, like, I would expect that. But yeah, to your point, they're just filled with nothingness. Um, yeah, it's hollow. Like, to the point of, like, one of the, the characters, names, of I think her name was Rachel. Um, well, here, let me actually, let me set this movie up properly so we can dispense with it properly. This film has a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. It has only just come out. Uh, I think today. So today is the 30th, the day that we're recording. So there is no audience score for this film. Uh, The description of this film is, is when it appears a young woman has run off with an army deserter, a hired gun. Max is contracted to go after them and bring her home, finding out that she has fled from an abusive husband. Max is forced with the choice to finish the job or look the other way while Ruthless Assassins and his longtime rival Joe close in. This film is directed by Walter P. Hill and it stars, as I already said, uh, Willem Dafoe and Christoph Waltz. It also has Benjamin Bratt in it. Um, Yeah, that's that's the film. And is there anything else you want to say about it, Jammer? It
1: just had nothing, it was shot I don't like the way it was shot either. In addition to the the supernatural filter that they covered it with, it was just not visually interesting. I think the first shot was one of the early shots where you kind of close in on an an exterior and a guy walks into the glass door and you just hear sounds and it slowly pushes in, which I feel like this filmmaker was trying to be Tarantino with it but it just felt so cheap. Everything just felt like an, a cheap imitation without adding anything new. And I think that just extends to almost virtually any aspect of the movie. Um, yeah, it was, it was just not good. It was, yeah. it was not good. I'm willing to talk more about it if y'all have anything else to add, but that's kind of like my, my two cents right off the bat.
2: I mean, I can add a couple of things that. I'm, shocked at how bad the movie is given the pedigree of people that are in it um so you have willem defoe who hasn't won an oscar but is a fantastic actor by all rights you have christoph waltz who has won an oscar for being in a western so it is very strange to me that you've gathered these folks and even walter hill uh is a storied director storied. He's well known. I don't know. Well known. I don't even know how to describe him. He's a person who, who people know as a
4: he's decent seasoned. director.
2: He's even, there you go. He's a seasoned director and he's someone who's even directed episodes of Deadwood. So again, you, you have the feeling that everyone involved should know the assignment. And in watching this film, I felt like I was watching a graduate student's bad uh art film and like the plot doesn't make any sense um the people that they make these characters out to be do things that are contradictory or like i what is i can't remember rachel's character's name but um the leading lady for the film rachel brosnahan every time she spoke like to christoph waltz it was this weird soliloquy that just had just exposition for no reason, um, and it wasn't said for the f- to be funny or anything like that. It was meant to be taken seriously. But after she spoke, you're just like, why?
1: I think it was, why did you it was feel like the a, need to
2: say all of those things?
1: It felt like it, it was leaning into sort of the Western trope of how they speak and how they just overexplain
2: things. Yes, guess. Things. but. This movie, I think another way for me to describe it was it felt like a play. It felt like like Mm. something that had been adapted from a stage play and it just didn't do the work to make it into a real film. Um, I also hate this story between uh, the Buffalo soldiers because I was like, there's no explanation for why this one soldier hates the other one enough to do this to him.
1: And then also is happy the second that he says, I'll help you help him escape. I'm like, when did that happen? I thought you were just saying 10 minutes ago that he deserved to be,
3: yeah. That felt to me like they changed their mind about whether he was going to be the bad guy or the good guy in that situation. Like Halfway through filming the script, they said, well, actually, maybe we should make out that they actually like each other. And it was all part of their cunning plan to help each other out. That felt really forced that bit when he flipped like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. and um, then know, it's all for naught. Sorry, go ahead. The yeah.
1: one weird comparison I have, you mentioned, like, yeah, why does this look like a student film? I mean, it looks better than a student film, let's be real. It looks better, but yeah. it doesn't look like it doesn't look like a move. It doesn't look like a movie. It looks like something that was just shot. And I got this weird feeling that I got when watching Jay and Silent Bob reboot a few years back, where I was just like, he's made real movies before. Like he's made, or even if they're not great, he's made movies that look like movies. This looks like it was made with somebody's fucking iPhone without any knowledge of how to make a movie. What happened? And I got the same feeling with this one where it's just like, they've made movies before. Why does this look so bad? I just didn't understand it. It just felt like a poor production.
3: Yeah. I think that was one of the reasons yeah. why I was disappointed by it, because Walter Hill has made some films that... He's one of those directors, I think, that a lot of people don't remember the films he's made. He made Southern Comfort <laughs> and The Warriors. So he also made a film with Bruce Willis, The Last Man Standing. He's made and yeah. um, been a producer on some pretty well-known films. You go, oh, I didn't know he directed that. And his, his, his directions, the violence is always a little bit more hyper-stylized and stuff. And I was expecting something like that from this. The trailer, like Jonesy said, made it look like, oh, well maybe we're going to have some sort of, you know, uh, different take on the Western. And what we got was a very boring and average take on the Western theme with exactly the same tropes from all the characters. And even the bits that felt like, oh, maybe this one's going to be different, like the a strong woman protagonist. Well, that wasn't fleshed out enough. And then you had the uh, Benjamin Bratt played a very boring, what, local Mexican mafia boss that had nothing about him whatsoever. And then. And, you know, I'm sure we don't mind going into spoilers. It was like you said, Jonesy, all for naught in the end. Christopher Waltz, I thought he played the same character he played in um, uh, Django Django. Unchained. It could have been exactly the same guy. I was just, you know, this is what he did before he met Django. It it was was very dull, very disappointing. And like you guys have said, it was very basic tropes, but nothing new on it. The trailer made me think there was going to be something new, which is why I was disappointed.
1: Yeah. yeah is it, is I don't it understand weird? why. It's it's mm. making me like Christoph Waltz less because as he mentioned he kind of is the same person and I'm like is he just playing somebody who we really liked and thought it was good acting but really it's just he's good at delivering it's lines just as a specific type of
5: person. Here's a question that I was thinking about while you guys were talking. Have you seen a good Christoph Waltz movie that wasn't directed by Tarantino? Cuz I can't think of one. Um, it's a good question.
1: Downsizing well, thought- was
0: an interesting movie oh, i forgot the Downsizing uh,
1: was weird you're right it's it not necessarily
0: bad. bad i liked it but <sighs> i it's not everyone's cup of tea and he was a very different type of character in in that
1: i mean but he was also in a little ba- alita battle angel who he basically played the same character too
0: i was war. just gonna yeah. say does anyone
3: i like to am i the only one that liked elita but again no, i like to jam it perfectly it was the same guy i liked it alita, was still him
5: alita.
1: just as i was and gonna was say i, that one, I like that
3: I guy. hate Spectre. Yeah. I
1: absolutely yeah, fucking one of the hate the worst Spectre Bond movies. He was also, but that or... wasn't his fault. That wasn't his fault. No, that's that what I'm was... saying. no, no. no, no but he's I just asking him. a question. Yeah.
5: Has he has he chosen a good movie aside from as Tarantino Like, there he's there in, like he horrible bosses, like Water for Elephants. Water for it's like elephants. all these movies where people are like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at this. I don't know. List I think one. don't think one.
1: He was in the French I can't think Dispatch one-eyed. which I didn't see. Which, yeah, see. Uh, I want to see. But I mean that's a, that's a Wes Anderson movie cuz I I see those, you know, when I feel oh. like it and I haven't felt like it yet. I'm sure it's hmm. great. I think I did like that movie. <laughs> it came out last year. Um how was it? Oh was wait, seen? you know
2: what? I haven't watched that. You know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of um Grand Budapest. What's the hotel? Yeah, yeah Grand Budapest hotel, hotel.
5: cuz those movies was not look that. identical. <laughs> They, they all don't do look, look identical. Like
2: I, and the weird thing is, I think I have that movie. It was sent to me as a screener and I had never watched it. <laughs>
1: screeners are hard to watch, man. I don't like screeners because they're always shitty quality. I remember trying to watch the fucking Mulan movie on screener and it was so low quality. I'm like, really? This is what you're sending me?
2: And Disney? so here's the thing they sent me actually a really nice box with the the film in it so it's a really nice dvd box and there's a booklet that goes with it and i just i never got around to it it. i was in school (laughs) yeah i was in school i just never got around to i mean you know what i mean i'd be no i'd
1: be lying if i said there hasn't been a screener or two that i haven't uh that i haven't just missed uh like better call saul season five yeah i didn't i didn't review that one like i should have but that was yeah, like seem, I, I seem signed up for terrible, it terrible. before I left LRM, and then I got it like a month and a half after I was out of LRM. So I'm just like, eh, that doesn't count.
4: <laughs> I don't think that counts.
2: Here I'm gonna I'm gonna look at my notes just to see is there anything else I actually want to say uh, before we move on. Um, I can't think of anything else that I want to say about this film. Uh, again, I am just I'm kind of outdone by the bad quality of this movie, given the pedigree of the folks that are in it. Um, It almost has the quality of like, they were writing the script as they went because some of the motivations of the characters just don't match up. It doesn't look particularly good. The action is bad. So we get to a climax in this film and it just, we've seen Westerns within the last year that are much better in terms of how they handle action so I'm just, yep. I'm confused.
4: There was also confused. confused me. This director knows Where? action.
3: This director's got experience with action. I mean, everything from Red Heat with Schwarzenegger to, didn't he do 48 hours as well? So we know, he, you would think he knows how mm. to direct action, frame it and make it exciting. But In all just, fairness,
1: I don't think he directed oh. all of those. Um, I think he acted as producer on some level for a majority of those, oh, okay. but still. Um, I think what this highlights is it's really fucking hard to make a good movie. Like, we're realizing, like, oh, even these movies, even these directors who have been in the business for a while and made movies, sometimes it's hard for them to make something that's passable as even a movie, let alone good. So yep. it's just difficult. It's hard.
2: It is yep. difficult. And, you know, despite that fact, this is not one that I can recommend. So,
1: no. Uh, God, if no.
2: you saw this trailer, like my <laughs> friends did and myself, and we're like, hey, I want to see that because I like who's in it, do not. Do not. And Don't, if yeah. you Don't do, bother. we told you not to. it's your fault you have no
3: one to blame but yourself and if you did watch it and you'd like it please let us know in the chat on the discord channel
2: yeah i would love to know uh what if anything there was redeeming about this film because even yeah i think willem defoe always goes 100 i don't think he knows another speed so he's always enjoyable to watch but other than that I mean it
1: wasn't pretty. Mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't speed. it wasn't particularly it wasn't,
3: great it wasn't here. Particularly great. Yeah, he was in speed two. Didn't like him in that.
1: Oh yeah. Was he in speed two? Cruise control? He was. Cruise he control. Out, right. God. I always remember speed two because I think was it it was one of my first R rated movies Shit. that I saw, and I had a very vid- vivid memory of one of the ladies falling off of the side and getting ground up by the propellers <laughs> of the boat. No. That was a very vivid memory.
3: Yeah. yeah i remember it being. i remember it being speed on something that's not going very fast <laughs> <Slow movie laughs> yeah. liner. Yeah. it should have been called fairly slow i mean that's a motorcycle <laughs> badly edited but the speed of a giant boat
4: yeah
2: that's such it a weird rolls. movie right because it feels like <laughs> a week before production they were like keanu's out what do we do and then they just switched him out for some dude and didn't change anything, right? They didn't change who his boss was. They had the same black dude driving the same car um, from the first movie in this one. Uh, he had the same girlfriend. It was like everything was literally the same except for the lead actor. Uh, yeah,
3: the same girlfriend weird. was always a bit. So, so, well, she switched out Keanu for Jason, Pat- yeah, Jason Patrick, right? Mm. Something like yeah. The, uh, but they literally had the same job. Crazy right? guys. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same Makes job. you wonder what Worked the backstory the is there, though, right? They mm-hmm. meet at some work. Is dude, Jammer
2: frozen? I think Jammer's frozen. He's got that stupid fucking Tucker Carlson look on his face. Let's take a picture uh, of that. <laughs> oh, my God. What the hell just that happened? was him
5: catching up in time.
2: Yeah, that was crazy. Look, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I mean, it's good. good. I still got the Tucker Carlson look, so oh, good on you. Anyway, yeah. Uh, are we done with Speed 2 and... Um, <laughs> Our hour. impromptu
1: cruise retrospective control. on Speed 2 Cruise Control. Jammer's 1st R-rated film. You, oh, it was my first. It was one of my <laughs> first. My first R-rated film was Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Do so you like your sequels? You pick
2: some.
5: Yeah. What's
1: okay. Doing? You have to
5: understand. You're I like was like The Rock. Like, You're just jumping into every sequel. I was like, uh, you-, you know,
1: I think six or something or seven. I didn't pick it. It was on or like my parents like hey you want to watch this movie and i was like it's r-rated yeah i want to watch the
2: movie that's what happened what was my first R rated? i think mine was probably something like hellraiser or uh nightmare on elm street i think mine was exorcist
1: oh really it's a good one
2: yeah. which was it exorcist.
3: did you get bored
1: were you bored in that movie Ooh. as a kid
3: yeah as a kid i yeah. was good yeah that? I, yeah lots of exposition boring shit in that
2: it's like I
1: I, I like went it.
3: to
2: see that when they re-release it. I was like, I don't get it. Here yeah, I'm just gonna keep keep taking screenshots of James frozen face. Oh um, uh, That's frozen face. <laughs> face.
4: That's
0: his coming face. Uh, oh <laughs> oh is so he really nice. stuck like that? That is great. Yeah, he is stuck like that. I was gonna say I mean, I that got uh, Hamburger Hill is the first rated R movie I can think of. My dad showing me at way too young of an age. If you've ever seen the war movie Hamburger Hill, uh, it's it's pretty brutal. Pretty it is. Yeah, yeah, so.
4: very
2: yeah. Um, yeah. Torturing kids, messing up kids
0: since since the eighties.
3: Well, we all turned out fine, right? We're all
0: perfectly good
3: in adults in society,
0: especially. I think now. So. Oh, and now he
2: dropped off. Now he dropped off. That's unfortunate. That means he won't be here to hear us talk about Enola Holmes. You guys ready to talk it?
5: Yeah, so Holmes me up.
2: Holmes you up. All right. So Enola Holmes takes on her first case as a detective, but to unravel the mystery of a missing girl, she'll need some help from friends and her brother, Sherlock. Uh, I generally hate trailers, especially for horror movies and mysteries, uh, because I always feel like they give away a bunch. That said, I did enjoy this trailer because I I enjoyed the first movie and I feel like Millie Bobby Brown as I like her when she's not 11. Like eleven's fine, but she's always yep. flat. And she's I think she has
5: a terrorist in Godzilla.
2: No, I don't mind it because I think she has uh, charisma, Either, even if she's a a conspiracy theorist or Sherlock holmes's brother she's like effervescent she's bubbly and so she's fun to watch um and so between that and the fact that i never get tired of seeing henry cavill on screen
4: Mm.
2: i i'm kind of i'm looking forward to this this drops relatively soon it's coming uh for november on netflix so i I got the impression watching this trailer that if you like the first one you'd probably be into this but what do you guys think
5: It's like more fun. I watched it days and days ago, so I don't remember specifics except for being like, hey, this looks fun like the last one. Like, why wouldn't I watch this? Like, yeah, it's a nice, it's a cool character. And I always like being in the Sherlock world, even if it's not, you know, like the first one taught me, it's like, hey, it doesn't have to be about him to be a fun movie. And then I'm probably going to spend the entire movie like last time being like, is that Moriarty's kid? Is that Moriarty's kid? Is that Moriarty's kid? kid?" (laughs) (laughs) the guy gets moriarty eventually so it has got to be like moriarty jr to deal with <laughs> a younger James bond jr but yeah i don't know it looks fun i don't see a reason not to watch I it agree. since i enjoyed the first one so much yeah. and it's on netflix
3: i'm down Damn with it I, I i remember the first one being yeah i remember the first one being uh, it was long and i enjoyed the first one but i feel like this time we've established the characters, we've established this, that and the other, so now we're going to go out, we're going to up the fun level a little bit more, we're going to up the, uh, the the energy and the entertainment a little bit more. At least that's the impression I got from the trailer. And like you, Jones, it was nice not to have much of a clue about what the actual mystery was, but clearly they're going to end up working together, and they're going to have some some fun along the way with some hijinks and shenanigans. And I'm all for that. And I think it's great. And Millie Bobby Brown is, when she's got this little cheeky personality coming through, I think it makes her very, like, I want to watch her on that screen. So yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. You said it's a month, so it must be a month away from now, right? Well, a month yeah, pretty it. It yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. close. To it. It pretty
4: close, to Jammer's we back in the room. Echo. Yeah, it, it's been
0: him. going uh, in and out. Some sort of Jim artifact, or- I'm not sure who.
2: We are talking the trailer for Enola Holmes. Do you have thoughts and feelings about it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I was able to guess based on what Danny was saying that it was Enola Holmes because it looks fucking awesome. It looks great. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, a lot of, I like that it seems like uh, Henry Cavill's character is going to be more intimately involved throughout the story. Which is great. It's not, it was more than a cameo last time, but it still kind of felt cameo ish, whereas this one feels more cameo more plus. Cameo <laughs> plus. Um, and cameo so, yeah, Max. I'm happy to see he's more involved this time around. And I also like the fact that she's older, like she's actually trying to start her own business. It's not just her being young again, which I wondered about because I'm like, it's been like three years and she's like an adult now. So it's, I was curious about that. So I'm happy that, like, oh, she's actually trying to do her own business. And she's basically getting all of the, uh, I guess, the overflow from Sherlock Holmes, who basically want Sherlock Holmes and are getting it. So I like that aspect that they're dealing with quite a bit. Um, But, yeah, it just overall looks like a lot of fun. Great personality. Um, What's her name continues to look like she's doing a great job. Looks like she's having a lot of fun tackling a character that has.
5: Bobby Millie Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby, but did I switch the ones? Okay.
3: Um, Bobby yes,
6: Millie. I always
5: switched the two. First names or
1: whatever. But yeah, it just looks up. Uh, I'm really happy she has this franchise because, I mean, I know she's in a lot of things, but she's also not in that much. And I'm not sure we get to see a lot of her range outside like of Stranger Things, which, frankly, as good as it is, it's not a lot of range. So this shows sort of like a different side to her acting talent. And I think that's in, it's great. It's important um for her longevity and career so good on her it looks awesome it looks better than the first one i can't wait wait.
4: okay
2: groovy next up we've got what was the other trailer the other trailer was they cloned tyrone uh so this is a science fiction comedy mystery that's directed by Joel taylor uh who's also a writer on creed 2. This film stars Jamie Foxx, who's also producing it, as well as John Boyega, uh, Tiani Paris, and Kiefer Sutherland, who I didn't see in the trailer. What? Um, yeah. Ah. Did, wait, did you see damn the it, trailer?
4: Sam it, Chloe.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I saw um, the trailer. but I just Chloe. didn't see it
1: in this one. <laughs>
2: um, I There are a couple of things I liked about this trailer. I like that it's weird. Um I like that Jamie Foxx seems to have hit his stride with weird Netflix things. Like so, vampire
5: th- movie and then this.
2: Yeah, so between the vampire movie and this, I'm I'm glad because the first one, uh, I think it was it was fine, but it's not memorable. You mean Project uh, so Power? That one, see, that couldn't project shit. It was so boring. I
1: hated
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: I am I'm looking forward to it I'm also kind of skeptical for a couple of reasons so Taylor who's the director of this one while he was a writer on Creed 2 he also worked on Space Jam A New Legacy so the that see and so the other person that helped write this script Tony written mayor also worked on Space Jam A New Legacy so you know um cause I think for in Hollywood concern. though
1: it's hard to gauge anyone off mm-hmm. of one or two failures because there's so many moving parts you know you can have like I always point to uh Roberta Orsi and Alex Kurtzman who mm-hmm. would juggle between an awesome Star Trek movie and fucking amazing Spider-Man the two so it's just like oh, there's so many moving parts they're being pulled in different directions that it's hard to tell wait I'm sorry
2: so wait is it? Spider-Man good you said it was amazing no
5: Oh, God damn it. Oh, because oh. he's fucking amazing, too. Which <gasps> it sound like are you whatever.
1: happy you derailed the show for that, Jonesy? Are you proud of yourself? Can't you see the smile yes, on you. her face? <laughs> no, but I thought this movie was well, we cool. Um, cool. Because, as you mentioned, it's weird. And it seems to really lean into the pulpiness and campiness. But... It doesn't look like it has shitty filmmaking, which I think is key because I think with a lot of these, you get these, these, these filmmakers who lean into the camp and lean into the pulp, but it just, it almost looks like it's justifying shitty filmmaking and shitty acting and shitty scripts. Whereas this one, it's like, it has great talent, the, the actual camera work and filmmaking look, you know, good. And so it's, it's very much a style, not like a bandaid. And I think that's important yeah. for these kinds of movies.
3: Yeah, it doesn't look like do. they're not forgetting the basics of making a good film and then do all the other stuff as well, rather than one outweighing the other. Yeah, I like right. it. It almost felt to me when I started watching the trailer, Jonesy, I'm almost, like, especially after my, should we say, less than happiness with with Nope from Jordan Peele. I almost thought, oh, is this a Jordan Peele film that actually mm. I might really like? It had that little <laughs> feel about it, not all the way through, but there were certain bits where I thought, okay, I might enjoy this. But then, do you remember, Jonesy, we had a conversation a while ago about exploitation movies and things like yeah. that? I started to get that kind of vibe too, and then and then some of the 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 language that was being used, I was kind of I don't know where this is going to go, but I look like I, I look so like I'm going to enjoy this. Well, it, it yeah. looks to
5: me, yeah, like a Jordan Peele movie or even a Boots Riley movie, kind of the Afro surrealism type genre. Well, like, look at uh, you yeah.
1: pulling out your your cinema
2: hat here. Look at you! It's almost like he went to film school.
5: Yeah. yeah. Well, he
1: usually doesn't lean into that, so I'm just surprised. Good job, Nick. I'm proud of you
5: nick nick get a <laughs> treat yes
1: you get a treat
3: prime <laughs> a yeah i
5: the
2: think boy. you're both right i i love i love that aspect of it right that that, that of conspiratorial kind of thing um and that's that's kind of how this looks so um i'm looking forward also, to
1: also at the beginning i got this is a stupid comparison but it hopefully you'll understand the teenage mutant ninja turtles reboot mm-hmm. vibe in the elevator. oh yeah yeah
2: when they're in the elevator
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it.
2: I don't mind that movie.
1: No, the thing is, I don't mind it. But it what bothered me is that scene was indicative that it could have been so much better. It was very it was aggressively mediocre for what it was. It was competent, but it wasn't anything special. And it actually could have been. And the second one, it bothered me because the trailer for the second one was awesome, but the movie wasn't. So that was disappointing, too. I don't know if I saw the second one. Is that the one with Casey Jones? I was just
4: going to say, did
3: that make a second mm-hmm. one? With the, with yeah, the, yeah. With the Mark it Mark was uh, like
1: out of the it, shadows. Whatever his name is out of the shadows. I had the tricky song playing in the trailer.
4: Get tricky. Who? Yeah, I
2: don't what? know.
1: But tricky. Anyway.
4: it's tricky. Tricky. Um, tricky. Tricky. Oh. December thirtieth
2: for the Clone Tyrone, which is the other thing I love about these Netflix movies. Like by the time you get you you barely here but like you might get a mention of them in the news like oh this thing is being made and you don't see a trailer until like a month before it comes out that which is why i'm I, actually i love i love yeah. that but they've
1: also fucked up expectations because when i heard that glass onion was getting reviews i'm like oh is it coming out next week it's like no december fuck you <laughs> was and i'm different. like oh, oh <laughs> it's like i've been conditioned i've been conditioned to think that as soon as a trailer or something pops out for a Netflix movie, that I'm going to get it soon, and when it doesn't happen, but it's very disappointing.
2: But even then, it's still only two
1: months. Yeah, I'm a fucking impatient bitch. You know that.
4: Kyle <laughs> no argument <laughs> for me.
2: No <laughs> argument. No argument for me.
3: Or anyway, you guys, ready to move on? Yeah. Our right. jammer is, is impatient, Bitch.
1: Well, hey, hey, just a heads up. Uh, I don't know if my internet. So my internet went down. I'm using my. I'm tethered to my phone right now. <coughs> so at some point, I'm going to transition, and you're probably going to lose me. I don't even know if the internet's working now. So I don't know. We'll see what happens.
2: And then we'll just be stuck with the Last of Us.
4: Anyway, uh, we
2: finally got the first trailer for the Last of Us, the HBO Max series. Um, this is the story of Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, and they are playing Joel and Ellie in a kind of post-apocalyptic, semi-apocalyptic world. Uh, these are individuals who find each other in a world gone awry. There is a pandemic that has spread across the world, spawning, I forget what they're called, clickers? I don't remember. That's the sound they make. I don't remember if that's what they are called, but anyway, I know that. Jammer and Kyle, you guys are the only ones besides me that have a PlayStation. Have you guys played this? No.
1: So no. I played, let me rephrase that. I watched my roommate play it for several hours back in, what, 2011, 2012 or something. Jeez, I don't remember, I remember anything wow. other than it looked really good.
4: I do not am
1: invested in the story, but I mean, I can understand why people like it.
2: So the note that I have for this is like, I've watched people play it and I've played through certain parts of the game. I even have a copy of it. I got it free with my PlayStation. I had no desire to play it mostly because I had already played um, the telltale uh, walking dead game at that point. And I know it wasn't exactly the same, but it was a father figure finding a child kind of relationship. And I was like, oh, I I just did this. I don't need more of this. And so I skipped it for that reason. Um, well, no, this is like... Well, another
5: Pedro Pascal classic where he finds a child. That's...
2: No, the game. Um. So I skipped the game for that reason. And I'll probably be into this. And I'm curious whether or not this will make me um, go back and play the game. Just because of that, because there, are, I I know there are scenes from the trailer that are straight from the game. So I'm curious, will that build my excitement for the game? Given that I haven't played one of those Walking Dead games in a very long time, so we'll see. What'd you guys think of the trailer?
5: That was awesome. Without having the game knowledge, much more than what's in the, you know, the ether. You know, people talk about it all the time. But yeah, I think I mean it's a Pedro Pascal project on HBO. Like, it's going to be great. And it's from uh the guy who did Chernobyl, which is one of my favorite HBO shows. So I've been stoked since it was announced. Even Pedro Pascal was announced. Just to be like, oh, the guy did Chernobyl is doing like one of people, everyone's favorite video game plots. Like, sure. And then Pedro Pascal was added, it And it's like, mm. there's that icing in the middle of the cake too. It's Now it's like a molten lava cake full of Pedro ready to burst out. It's hot cream everywhere so i'm excited
3: whoa 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 sit down have a cold shower nick that's for after <laughs> the show
2: danny is a reformed gamer um okay. what are your thoughts and feelings about this trailer <laughs>
3: um yeah you know i i have no connection to the original ip whatsoever and i must admit when i did a little bit of oh what is the last of us oh it's one of those games I've played those before. I hope it's not going to be the same kind of movie as that. But when the trailer came out, and obviously I knew that Pedro Pascal was involved, so I've, that that raised my expectations a little bit. And although I haven't seen Chernobyl, I've only ever heard good things about mm. it. So that yeah. that tag at the beginning from the creators, directors of, I'm like, oh, okay, well now, even though it's from a franchise I'm not familiar with and I didn't have much connection to and not holding much hope, those two things made me a bit more interested in the trailer. And what I saw in the trailer, I looked like it was going to be something at least different from these normal, these type of films, post-apocalyptic, trying to survive, monsters chasing them, bad humans chasing them. It's it's very generic in that sense. But going in fresh, not knowing anything about the franchise right now, it look, it looks good to me, but I will wait and see. Obviously, I'm not exactly like chomping at the bit for it because I do feel like I've seen a lot of this kind of stuff before, but. With the talent involved as we've mentioned a few times tonight already or today um i I'm, i've got expectations so right now yeah you have my interest yeah. yep you have my curiosity but do you have yeah, my, my curiosity my yep. <laughs>
4: um
2: i think it's it'll be interesting because i feel like with the exception of the the most recent resident evil tv shows have done a better job at adapting video games than movies so like if you look yes. at castlevania and uh, arcane and the
4: witcher
2: witcher yeah, yeah. the witcher um, edge runners and that was that was the other yep uh so you even finished it right you still haven't finished it
4: not the voice
0: still, still haven't finished it's it meaning. but that is okay even even if it bottomed out from there the first six episodes have been an amazing ride and it's not gonna bottom out so yeah you know what's Rolled crazy about
2: edge runners is that it is so good that it made me like should I go buy the video game should I do I want to play this game um because edge runner cyberpunk is what Kyle and I are talking about Mm. it actually takes place in 2076 and is set within the continuity of the game so it's only one year before 2077. um so I'm curious if this last of us TV show is going to have the same impact on me where I'm like you know what I'm going to go play this just like with edge runners where I'm 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 almost ready to
0: pull the trigger on that game. On
5: that game. Since so. you already own it. It's Jonesy. not like you have to download it.
0: Idea. Yeah, know. Hmm. You know, uh, Cyberpunk started as a tabletop RPG. Yeah. You want to mm. play it? Can we play it? Should we play it together? I it just your guys' show is just that Idea. <laughs> <laughs> something to look something to look into. I know we'll see. Uh, the I three of us Danny's, anime fans are pretty thing. Danny big is the on, thing, hold so. on so. that shit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Come on. Come on. Come
2: on back. Come on back. Um so yeah, do we have any other so we've got one more trailer. Uh the oh, last trailer. We were... Yeah, one more. One
3: Sorry, called no, Justin yeah, one
2: Long more. movie. Yeah. One more. So we have it is depending on what trailer you've watched, it's either called uh the New Justin Long movie or it is called Barbarian, which Nick Dahl was told not to watch. Did you watch Nick?
5: I me, I was told not to watch you
2: said, you, no, said watch you said, don't watch it
5: oh, did I oh, I did watch
2: it, yeah, you said in the Discord you like <laughs> I was told not to watch it didn't oh I watched it anyway that's because so? one of
5: my friends already okay. saw it, and he's like, "Don't watch the trailer, but didn't seem to yeah, he go and cold anything.
2: Why do I? I'm paying more attention. to your friends. Yeah, well,
5: at the time, yeah, I said that I watched it anyway. (laughs) It's because, yeah, I have a friend who saw it.
2: Like, who the fuck said that? Your friend.
5: Yeah, (laughs) because he saw it and he's like, don't watch the trailer, but really isn't anything in the trailer that seems to spoil it. And it's by um, one of the widest kids, you know, as the director, Zach Krieger. So that peaked peaked my interest. And also he kind of said what the review said, where it's like, it just comes out of left field as far as a movie you've never heard about being one of the well, best yeah they, they advertise it as films. Justin Long's new film yeah I know
1: we were yeah. discussing
5: that
4: <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah so that's actually the second trailer I didn't realize that there's another trailer for it that is not focused on him I didn't watch it Um, but it calls the movie what it's actually called, which is Barbarian. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the synopsis for it is a young woman traveling to Detroit for a job interview books a rental home. But when she arrives late at night, she discovers that the house is double booked and a strange man is already staying there. Against her better judgment, she decides to spend the evening, but soon discovers that there is more to fear than just an unexpected house guest. So, yeah. Um as someone who generally likes scary movies and I don't know who else does, but I finally remember Drag Me to Hell, which is another Justin mm. Long movie. Um I'm I'm looking forward to this. It kind of sucks it's not in wide release yet, but one day, one day soon. But what do you guys think? So
3: was that synopsis did you just say a young woman and she goes to the house? That's and what I was saying. <laughs> so do we think that maybe this is like a drew barrymore thing from the beginning of scream where justin long's in it only mm. for the first five minutes he's the first guy to get wiped out and they're doing a whole switcheroo this is not this and that's that and that kind of thing which i'm kind or of vice digging versa. about.
5: Yeah. yeah that's all i was thinking almost vice yeah. versa he shows up after shit's gone down
2: yeah yeah so that's
5: yeah that's so entirely possible he like finds maybe that's why and
3: stuff and he's like hey we have like squatters or something or apologies yeah. to Justin Long if his pronouns have changed and that's what we're meant to be referring to. I apologize for that if that's what we meant. I don't know. Justine long.
4: <laughs> Justine
3: long. Uh, no, don't do that. Don't dead name him. <laughs> you
2: guys ready to do some news? We need like a news song. We need like a I gotta find like a news. Yeah, something like a, dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun, something. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out the workshop work for match. me. Hmm?
1: At <laughs> what Kyle Where is this audio artifact coming from? I
0: don't know. I've been watching it bounce around on on everyone's. I'm. I really don't know I mean, where it's at. Um, I. Did I don't it know. go away when I was gone? No, no. Dude, and no, it just pops so. up and like, like even it's when I, I was random. Talking,
5: it popped up. So
4: oh,
2: yeah. It's just Who, knows. In Who knows? The machine. Anyway. News. We got some news. Not only do we have news, we have big news. Deadpool. Um, So Deadpool 3, while there was no announcement at D23, we did hear Ryan Reynolds himself drop some Hugh news about the forthcoming project. Hugh Jackman is confirmed in the video that he is going to be coming back (laughs) and reprising his role as Wolverine. The the video was absolutely hilarious. Um, Mm I'm kind of hoping that's indicative of the, the level of comedy we're, we're going to get for this. I mean, uh, it's based the, on the first
1: two movies. I want it. I indicative. want yeah, it. Yeah, I want it. But I just thing. love I him, like, him pouring mm. his aviation gin into a coffee cup. Like just. <laughs> and doing yeah.
4: It so that just
1: reminds me um, a little bit of, uh, do you guys ever watch Hot Rod? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that scene where where uh, Andy Samberg is just like casually walking down the grocery store with a cart jam packed full of alcohol, (laughs) which is like is piled on full of like glass bottles. And he's like takes one, looks at the label, just like calmly just puts it at the top (laughs) of the pile and just keeps pushing his cart along.
2: (laughs) Um, So. Danny to your point about wanting it now you're gonna have to wait a while so September 6 2024 is when this is going to come out there's some interesting things that that are coming out about this film though so first off it's going to be an introduction uh to this character Wolverine into the MCU so this this film is going to take place in the MCU um it's going to, to
1: be, be clear uh, everything is in the mcu these days yeah but i almost wondered it's if they'd be
5: smarter to keep this separate for now until you do secret wars or something why so you don't have to explain why wolverine suddenly in the mcu without doing all that magic vajagic whoa that sounded well weird. by
4: but that stuff crazy
5: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> um so it's um He's going to be in it. And there was a second, there was a follow-up video to the first one where they were saying like, hey, we've got a lot of questions about how this is going to work. When does this take place? What timelines is this in? How is he in the MCU? And they do like a um, almost uh, Benny Hill type mm-hmm. thing where they start talking and it all yeah, speeds it up. And then you can't really, yeah. And you can't hear uh, what
4: they're
3: There's actually saying. They had though. a song playing over the top. The version I watched, they had a song playing over the yeah. top. So you couldn't hear what they are saying someone did a
5: the flip reading of it though and they still don't say any spoilers obviously yeah they're just no. like and then i go like this and then you go like that and then... <laughs>
4: yeah i, was, I didn't expect it to violent. be serious. yeah
2: um so at this by the time this comes out this uh, time uh time. in the mcu we will have had professor x ms marvel wolverine and namor as mutants in the na, mcu na, na, na. it's kind of interesting um I'm curious what you guys think about that. Uh, actually I actually have a, a lot of questions for you guys about that. And so pick whichever one you want. So we've got a bunch of mutants that will have been introduced into the happen. MCU. How are they going to make them actual mutants? Because for me, it feels like a defining characteristic okay. of being a mutant is being ostracized and in the wackadoo world that we have in the MCU, they aren't that. Different or special. It seems like it's going to have to be event-oriented. That's my mind. So that's one question. Another question is there is some uh um discussion about ruining Hugh Jackman's perfect ending um with Logan. And so what do you guys think about that? And then the other one is, are we gonna get the yellow suit?
5: I'm gonna answer the last two so I don't take up too much time. Hell yeah, Let's we're getting it. the yellow suit. This is the, the MCU. Like, of course they're gonna do that, and I mean, yeah, no, I don't think it takes anything away from Logan. I mean, this this feels like a No Way Home situation where they watch No Way Home and they're like, we should keep giving the fans exactly what they want, and they've always wanted a Deadpool Wolverine movie. So yeah, I was super stoked. I couldn't. I almost thought when that news came out, I was almost like, is it April first? Like this is supposed to be happening. Like Hugh Jackman said he's done. But yes, but it does seem like also legitimately he's back because he loves Ryan Reynolds and the role, not because they pulled up a dump truck full of money to his house. They're good friends.
2: So. Might be both.
5: Now, I'm, of course, he's getting paid a shit ton of money, but I don't think he'd be doing it just for the money.
4: Yeah,
2: I agree.
4: I'm yeah, not even going to
5: try to answer the first part of the question because it's a whole can of words. Yeah,
3: I, you know what, as a, I'm a, I, I, a dead boy, I'm, Deadpool is my MCU character. I love the film. So I just, this, their relationship, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds, their off-screen, their friendship, their rivalry has been has been a joy to watch over the last few years. Their Twitter stuff it, it's just brilliant. And so it is something that the fans, you know, the fans, we can use that, you know loosely but it is something that we've wanted to watch and and i think we, this is a great example of well, why not have it the deadpool world is something we can play in now whether or not it, honestly we don't know yet right i mean yes he's in it as wolverine but I, that doesn't mean that deadpool 3 is entirely deadpool versus wolverine this could be mm-hmm. it could be a very small part that he's playing in it as far as we uh, know no. right now it could be uh, anything i so, don't know well,
5: it's gonna be big
3: well and i don't know
4: the
5: when it was at Fox, the pitch was it's a road trip movie in the vein of Rashomon. So, like, each of them are yeah. telling different stories about, like, the exact same, like, stop on the road trip. From different then, You know, whatever yeah. it
3: is, I'm I'm super stoked about it. I really am. And you, you guys <laughs> will know this whole freaking multiverse thing is like, no one can bitch and complain that we're having this from this and this old Fox one and this because you have put up with all this shit from the multiverse stuff already. And like Jonesy said, we've got now... If not going to talk about the new episode of She Hulk, but there's certain characters in that are like, well, how can you be upset about mutants when you've got that character in here already, and and this character? So I don't know how the whole thing is going to play with mutants by the time this are you comes talking out. About Man, think... Bull?
1: Yeah, I'm and trying to I'm remember. Trying to spoil is that who you're
3: talking about? It. Yeah,
1: ah, it doesn't matter. It's okay. not a spoiler. Yeah, like I feel like you can't really spoil oh, yeah. that episode.
3: Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying that those characters are out there already, right? They, we've got what's uh, what's the female one that. I had a fight with She Hulk in the courtroom. I didn't even know who she was, yeah, yeah, no. or, or whatever freaking name was. Yeah, so we've got these weird and wacky, wonderful people flying around the MCU right now, anyway. So I don't know how the mutants will come in. But back to Deadpool, I'm super stoked about this. I don't care how it happens, and no one can complain about this because you've had the multiverse, which everyone seems to fucking love except me. So Shut up, you guys. Give me what I want, which is these two in a road movie, having fun, fighting shit. Yellow suit, old suit, young suit, don't care. Just have these two. Thank you very much. And I will fight anyone in the car park with the weapon of choice being a cat, if anyone bitches about this bizarre world, this old Wolverine. Are you listening, Kyle? Because it's fun. And I need fun for my MCU right now. Uh, So I cannot wait till 2024. That's
0: it. Did you even hear what I... my my uh my only issue is that I don't you. care about Jackman. Like I nothing this. Like this doesn't get my <laughs> my uh yeah, it doesn't it doesn't get my uh my uh faucet flown or juices flown or whatever you wanna say. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't yeah, do it for me. Yes, uh definitely. and it is burdened by everything else since say uh the force awakens on the nostalgia kick and i'm not one that usually has uh things that i didn't like before grow on me like a song every now and then but like a a movie or a franchise the x-men franchise from fox that didn't (laughs) grow on me with time and because i didn't like it then and i was on the you know the hashtag "Give the rights back to Marvel for everything Sony and Fox for for years," um, because I don't have that affinity for it. I, yeah, Hugh Jackman's the the best part of those movies in general, but you and McGregor was the best part of the prequels. I still freaking hate those, and and his show was trash. <laughs> so, yeah, sure. you know it's I, it's, it's not Jackman. like I hate it's not like I hate the idea at all. Hell, if this had come out, you know before the whole multiversal you know fiasco here in marvel i'd probably be happier with it if it had happened back Mm -hmm. under under fox what is it though? it it again we're just talking about how i don't want why i'm not all excited about it i'm not again i'm not saying this shouldn't be made i am just one of those that is like i don't care for for this and And i was just explaining that your Hugh Jackman
5: comment because if this was Deadpool and a new Wolverine actor I would have no interest in it, it has to be a Deadpool movie like it has to be well, Hugh Jackman no, and Ryan Reynolds otherwise no what's one the would point? be
0: no one no one would be but um I, I also that. wonder it about it depends on who it is eh, yeah uh, like, like right off the bat though like a Wolverine and Wolverine and Deadpool movie f- as that new Wolverine's introduction I think you'd have to build them a bit
1: sure. you don't have to you don't have to do anything. So we, we all know time. you don't have to there, do, was, there do was anything. There was a time when people would be introduced in movies and they would just be in that movie and they'd be good characters and that was well, it. Well, that's yeah.
0: that's the biggest question is it's highly unlikely this will end up being being the MCU's future Wolverine. <laughs> I posited to oh, Manny yeah. that they would Definitely likely not. go with uh, X-23. What do you guys think about about that?
3: That'd be sweet. Yeah, I agree good with question. you on that, I hope not. I think that's a little why yeah, it's not
0: something I Yeah, want, Manny I was not, not wanting it either. Yeah. Why not X23? Because
2: well,
4: I guess, I, guess, I yeah, go on. Sorry, John. Well, I just
2: I <clears throat> I would like them to do a proper X-Men team before they move on mm. to new characters. And so That's like fair. I don't think I would mind getting a movie or two of two. a an X-Men team before they were like, all right, it's actually gonna be X23, but give me I'm going to do the Dave Batista. Give me what I want and what I want. Then we is... just
1: have to we, we have we can't have what's her name in it anymore. Whose name I forget.
2: The girl from uh, Logan. Oh, I mean, well, that's not true, right? Cuz if they do it the way I'm saying, she has time to age into the role.
5: Yeah. She's like in her 20s or something in the comic, and she's Wolverine. She even goes by Wolverine.
2: And so we know the, knows the actors of, doing it stuff. depends on who it it depends on who it is. Josh Brolin is Cable. I really liked. I thought it was fun. I hope Um, he doesn't get lost in the shuffle
1: of adding in. That's what my question was going to be. Will he get lost? Because kind of the same, my assumption is that he's sort of the same uh, straight man to Deadpool as Wolverine would be.
4: True.
2: I don't know. I have to wait till I see it. Or maybe he's just not in this
1: one, which is fine.
4: Let me ask you
2: guys this. I am curious about this. Um, actually, did anybody have anything else to say about the questions that I asked about this. I'm not moving on from this topic, but I do want to ask another question about it.
1: What were the questions again? Because I think I popped out for half of it.
2: So are we getting the yellow suit? Um, yes. And the perfect ending. I think you were here for that.
3: What but didn't that? they cover that in that yeah. second Twitter thing? That that was the only thing they didn't fudge over or play song over was that happened because it happened in twenty thirty six or whatever date that it was set. I mean, remember the date? I mean, and also, that means it's only so if you, you
2: believe that twenty twenty nine in the Logan universe is actually
0: um, yeah, what's it wasn't going to,
5: supposed to be part of the yeah not, exactly. Like, Logan's yeah. not and officially even X Men canon, and it's,
0: not only that, so but so so they totally. they play off their release year being twenty twenty four, and that's just. That is the year Endgame happens. Is is twenty twenty four, right? Or okay. right. right. 2024 So and and No Way Home happens like that winter and everything. So they no, no one knows what the hell the timeline right. or multiverse thing. <laughs> don't. I'm with Danny. I don't question that that aspect of it at at all. My whole thing is I'm not excited by uh, Jackman. It's not that I'm Go hating it. Right. It's not that I want to cancel it or see it fail. I hope <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I hope it's it's great. Uh it just it doesn't it doesn't do it f- for me, but you yeah, know what that's it the the time thing is weird. You does it for me though. The I is point, Kyle,
1: because I I I like Wolverine well enough, but like I don't care that much about Wolverine. Yeah, I was a
0: Gambit I was a Gambit fan over no, but- and a Nightcrawler fan. But my
1: point my is boxed. is that my point is is that what I like most about it is Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman's relationship mm-hmm. and how much fun that'll yeah. bring to it? I like that more yeah. than I even care about him being Wolverine again. Yeah, more than the character Wolverine. Yeah, that's what. And we can and we can Jack really Jack hate on.
0: And we can really hate on Fox for for not having done that at a at a, in a timely manner because it was have. wanted for so so long. And I yeah. also worry about uh, what happens with Negasonic now because that's she's one of my favorite parts of of the Deadpool films is his yeah. his interactions with her and Colossus. So you know, it's that. interesting. We'll we'll wait to see how it how it goes down. And I hope
2: but, it's great. You know what that means, though. So that means a couple of things. One, so somebody expressed a concern that we would lose. Lose him in the shuffle because it's just another straight man. So we've already had Colossus, we've had Cable, Wolverine might just be another straight man to that. But what it might mean is that we get a proper fastball special.
4: Mm. Mm. Very
2: excited about, about that. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's it's a power when moves, Colossus picks up Wolverine and throws him oh. into something like a Sentinel. Like a power strong. moves, jammer, power, power yeah. moves. I I don't know why that that excites me, but it might actually happen.
0: <laughs> um just like seems, tony it's, ba- this is cool i was going to say like tony b- bouncing repulsor beams off cap's shield you know oh, so it's cool. a shame we won't get tony uh uh wolverine splitting tony's beams with his claws but you could see ironheart fill that fill or that in so Rhodey. or rody or rody yeah, rody right. true 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 rody iron man we'll talk Force, about him yeah. later, Armor or Wars. you guys will <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: we'll see we'll see um Actually, we could talk about it now. Let's jump into it now. You guys are going to talk okay. about it now. You Maybe have anything else segway. to say about this? Am <laughs> I going to mess up the uh, order too badly if I do that, Kyle? Maybe. Whatever. It's you fine. You shook said no. I'll give you a thumbs up. Thumbs <laughs> All up. right. So we've got other big Marvel news. Um, actually, I think this, that's what I said we were going to do, right? Right after Deadpool. Yeah. Um, so Armor Wars cool. is being retooled as a movie which is pretty exciting uh it is no longer going to be a tv show uh it didn't have a director even at the time but it is it now graduating to a to a movie um what's the date so they were eyeing a 2023 start for this but i don't think they were going to make that so
5: now they have to retool a lot the script was like six hours well, and I don't, like two I don't hours mind before. that. No, I'm I don't cool mind with that. that. Like, let's like, be real, it was six hours, was but ask, it had
1: four hours of content. that's what I was gonna ask, do you content. think?
5: Yeah, I think th- we keep complaining about the TV shows running for too long and just filling it. Do you think Marvel's listened to that and decided this is one of the movies we could, rather than stretch it, let's keep it two hours? Or my other thought was maybe they're loading it up with so many actors that are expensive. Like even like I hope to see Rockwell's not expensive, but Rockwell's I like hope to expensive. see him back. And like,
2: is he for sure coming back? So I saw. No, you he has not been announced at all.
5: Out. But he's someone who they've brought back every other character. Why not bring back an actually beloved character?
4: Bring you know, back, like a, a, a
5: Like they an made Iron Abomination funny. For for cool. I like how you said
1: an actually beloved character. Well, because I remember when he first came out. At the time, time no one him.
5: wanted to see. Oh, at the time, I was even though we didn't get him and you, you teased him. It's like. I'm fine leaving leader and an abomination and never seeing them again. But nowadays it's like, I'm like, abomination. One of five people he's like funny now and has a personality. <laughs> I like Iron I wanted
2: I wanted all of it. I liked uh, the Incredible Hulk. So I'm, I'm one like, of five Trevor is
5: now getting like three projects total with the two he's already had. It's so so it's like, That's I love it. It's weird. like, hey, I would feel weird not to see Hammer again, but to see everyone else again. <laughs>
2: I'm curious, here's the thing that I'm actually curious about, and I want to know what you guys think. How will this impact Ironheart? Because a lot of the conversation that they were having was that this was either going to lead into or be part of that or introduce, um, not introduce, but help shepherd that character along. So do you imagine that? After
5: though, right? It's always been set to be after because they're already shooting Ironheart and we have set photos and obviously... We don't even have a director for even the TV show version mm-hmm. of Armor Wars, so I think it could still carry the exact same weight. They'd just be like, We're making was it two Iron hours, Heart... and we're giving Don Cheadle a chance to lead a Marvel movie. Was
1: Ironheart ever supposed to come out before?
5: Wait, that's so, uh, all what, I know. Is, what was the, what was been, the order? It's always supposed to come out before Armor Wars. Okay, so nothing's going to be in Wakanda forever, too. So Wakanda forever. I love that trailer so much.
4: Yeah,
2: so the TV show is. It looks like it's supposed to be slated for twenty twenty
4: three.
5: And like I said, they're already shooting. They're deep into shooting Ironheart. Like we've seen set photos of her costume and of Hood or Red. Or I don't think it's Red Hood because that's DC, but that car- we've seen DC. that character <laughs> on set too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Called the Hood or something,
5: I'm- and his hood is red. So. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think the thing that I'm excited the most about is I would like to see um, Rhodey get the spotlight and have his own movie.
6: Um, about I'm curious time. what that means next for this character.
2: Next time. Yeah, next time. Baby. I know. I was. Annoyed but it's funny the... because there was no next time. I know. I don't know.
4: It's what? so sad. What?
1: There was I, I was been disappointed in um, or I was disappointed with Iron Man, too, because I feel like they didn't properly build up Rhodey enough. He felt increasingly secondary. I do like how he was in um endgame. He wasn't in there enough. But Iron he Man was Three was pretty good. Or he wasn't in there a lot, but he was in there enough to like for me to actually be like, okay, finally I can actually see him starting to lead war, things a civil
5: war. They built him up quite a bit. And Iron Man 3, uh, I would say they no, built him up quite I don't a think
1: it's Civil War they did. He's he felt like he felt like uh, you know, Iron Man's
4: Buddy. crony.
5: But even like in yeah. then uh captain no falcon and the winter soldier like it's a bit part but it kind of like builds his like, yeah it all world feels like and good. personality a and then we'll also see him in secret invasion before we'll see him in armor wars so i'm My glad i'm is, glad is the problem with the, the
1: early marvel the problem with early marvel is that like we spent so much time with the main characters and we were supposed to attach ourselves to the secondary characters enough over time that when they took the mantle it wouldn't be jarring but the problem is that we didn't get them in their own standalone movies and they because the marvel movies are so focused on the main characters it was really hard to think of them as anything but secondary we i'm happy that we're finally getting them in like okay just bite the bullet make them lead in their movie that way we can get more attached
5: to them as lead characters falcon I think that's something needed to do for Soldier. a long time
1: I'm specifically Agreed. talking
5: about Rhodey. Well, I mean, in general, you're kind of talking about sidekits. It's like
4: now yeah, they're all and, their no, own
5: movies and you're like, fuck yeah. yeah, Yeah.
1: But anyways, I like the fact that they're turning to a movie. Um, hopefully this shows flexibility in the future where it's like, we've announced this as a series, but you know what? The format for this character probably, or the story works better as a movie. I like that flexibility there because... Well, Humans was a and, movie.
5: as part of the MCU at one point. You gotta so let him finish made the the opposite sentence. decision. <laughs> Sorry.
1: I don't even remember where I was going with that.
5: <laughs> Nick, um, you gotta let's
1: talk, sir. Please. I'm tired.
2: There is one more question I had based on this. I'm curious if you think that this is has any relevance as to why they did this. Don Cheadle's contract is done, so I'm curious: is did they think that this was a more appropriate way to handle the character based on that?
1: Hmm. Maybe it was a way to entice him more. Be like, hey, feature yeah. film. And then maybe you can re-up for another three appearances or something.
5: I think this might John's be the last right. time we see him or close maybe, to it. But
1: I don't know. I'm we're still Thor still running around. Um, you know, we have lots of characters that I thought we wouldn't be seeing for a long time, and they're still popping in and out. So who knows? Mm. Like I've, yeah. I've gone past Armor to Wars predict, movie. This
2: is the last appearance. <laughs> If an War- Armor Wars movie makes a few hundred million dollars, then I imagine we'll probably see another one.
5: I don't think Don Cheadle's one of the people who's going to like turn down, be like, I'm done with the Marvel movies. Like, he, like, he's like Chris Hemsworth or Mark Rufflow so far, where he's like, eh, why not keep He's it not around? at all like those guys. I, he's had a yeah, very not... lucrative
1: indie career. What are you on?
5: Indie career don't pay
1: the bills. <laughs> yeah, they do. If you're Don Cheadle, they do. Anyway, because I think the difference there is like you had Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth trying to do big budget movies outside of Marvel. I don't think Don Cheadles ever tried to do that outside of Marvel. I don't, I can't recall a single instance where he's just like, I'm gonna be a leading man in a blockbuster movie and then crash and burn. I haven't seen
5: it. I'm the villain in Space Jam, y'all. I'm the Warnerverse. <laughs> <Was> he... <laughs> Forgot about that.
1: He you know, probably did that. and He's like, Space Jam. Oh, more Marvel, that was him please. trying to break Let's out. That was Don Cheadles. He hoped that would be his big break and it wasn't. Poor that's why I think
5: he's going to be happy to stay at Marvel for a while. He's there joking. You heard it here first. <laughs> I know, that's why.
4: <laughs>
2: All right, you guys ready to move on to more Marvel stuff? Yeah. Let's do it. Feige, so we got a... a I'm going to toss in a rumor and I'm going to say something to make it sound like a ridiculous rumor. <laughs> so there was a rumor that was posted that Harrison Ford <laughs> is in the running to take over as general thunderbolt ross i came in it's it's hard to say uh so um earlier this year we lost william hurt it's always hard i always have to think about like john Hurt, william hurt Mm -hmm. william hurt uh earlier this year and everyone knows that he is the individual that was playing thunderbolt ross who in the comic book lore eventually becomes the the red hulk um And it's funny, looking at the roster of folks that are going to be in the Thunderbolts, I am whelmed, perfectly whelmed. I'm not sure that Harrison Ford taking over the role would do anything for me. But I bring that up to say that there was an interview with Kevin Feige in Empire, and he's having a conversation with him about T'Challa. And he says that it's too soon to recast T'Challa. It just felt like it was way too soon to recast Stan Lee always said that Marvel represents the world outside your window. We had to have a talk about how as extraordinary and fantastical as our characters and stories are, there's a relatable and human element to everything we do. The world is still processing the loss of Chad and Ryan poured that into the story. Um, So the rest of this interview is actually going to come out today. Uh, Today, I think we're recording on the 30th. It's actually the, first for me but anyway um what do you guys think about either of those stories as they relate to this quote
5: i don't think i th- think the harrison ford thing is about as realistic a scoop as when someone was said spielberg was going to direct fantastic for it's one of those rumors you're like no that's the most bullshit rumor i've ever heard someone just pulled but it's that out not ass. from
1: it's not from a random person either it's from That's right. uh, Jeff Jeff Snyder, Snyder. is a w- well-known scooper within the
5: industry so
2: and it'll be interesting cuz we actually have another um scoop coming up from him after this
5: so it's Feige kind of like saying like oh you respect Chad that Chadwick so much but fuck William Hurt <laughs> cuz can... i think he I mean, can do fair. William Thunderbolt... Hurt's been
1: playing this role since 2008 technically so it's not versus you know black panther was in since what 2017 i guess 16. yeah 16,
4: 16. Was civil, war. civil
1: war yeah
5: yeah god that was already eight years ago wait no six think- you don't need to recast him to have his presence felt like you don't well, have I mean, to show you, ne- you need to recast Ross- him if you
1: wanted to actually be present though physically no but
5: i think he could be behind the scenes <laughs> is front man <laughs> And I don't think we're ever getting Red Hulk, and I don't want to ever see Red Hulk.
2: Yeah, if you I want, I feel like it would just be T'Challa, easier to.
5: You need to recast
2: him. I feel like it would just be easier to throw in Abomination instead of Red Hulk, and I say that because that is that's hard to figure out because we're still in the middle of the She-Hulk storyline. So I don't know if that's going to be the case. What is that sound? I don't hear um, anything. You don't hear anything i hear like this dinging sound it's really weird it's disconcerting um so yeah i think that they should just use abomination but we'll see what she hawk does and whether or not there's even a possibility by the time we get to the end of this show Danny, what do you think
4: about
3: which one in particular or both
2: any of them. So, so we've got the William Hurt story where he's potentially going to be replaced by Harrison Ford. Um, and then we've got the idea of Feige saying it is too soon to cast another actor um, that has also died.
3: Yeah, I think that, that first one about Harrison Ford, I think that's, I, 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 I don't think so. Um, I'm not sure how I'd feel about it if it became true, but I don't think it's true, regardless of the source. I, I don't know, but <laughs> why not, I suppose? Um, and we, we've discussed the whole um, recasting thing quite a few times, I think, right now, and I think we're all um, in agreement. But every time I hear conversations about it, I'm always very much sitting on the, on the fence going, yeah, I, I understand that, and that's a good point. So I'm, I'm not actually sure where I sit on that, to be honest with you, Jones. it's a, It's a tough one for me. Yeah, honestly, I'm not to say I don't have any opinion, but basically it says, I don't know. I understand arguments from both sides. I don't know which way I'll sit on this one. So I'm going to sit here on the fence and wait to see what
4: happens. (laughs) We'll see. uh, Yeah. It was was, uh, was,
1: a missed opportunity because, well, yes and no. So it was a missed opportunity in that the character could have gone on to do more things under, you know, a different actor. I think that would have been fun the character is bigger than that actor than chadwick boseman as much as we all love him uh but it also has afforded them the opportunity to do wakanda forever which seems to be really impactful because of the death based on the trailer once again i don't know for sure so i mean right now i still think they should recast him but you know maybe at the end of the day that choice gave them a limitation that allowed them to do something really creative and different that can propel things forward in a way it wouldn't have. Um, So maybe it could be a positive thing, but I personally, if it were up to me, I would have recast him immediately because I think the character is bigger than the actor. Um, But anyways, back as far as Thunderbolts go, bring me Harrison Ford. I like that rumor. That would be cool to have Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Ross. I'll be all for that. Like, I can just see him using anxiety.
3: the finger. Anxiety. I can see him using the finger to 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 to, to, to dictate to people what they're going to do. <laughs> like the Sokovia Accords. <laughs>
0: um, would they would they do facial uh, facial capture so he could be Red Hulk? Ugh. awful <laughs> ideas. I,
1: I don't see. I don't see them doing Red Hulk, but who knows, right? Who knows at this point
2: abomination give me abomination
4: well but, you
1: know jeff snyder is a obviously not everything he says turns out to be true but at the very least at the very least i believe there is a kernel of truth that there are multiple sources that they're thinking about it and that there really are discussions going on behind the scenes whether or not that ends up being true is one thing but i do think it's actually at least in discussions on some level which i think is cool and i would love harrison Ford to be in the mcu
2: interesting
4: okay
1: yeah
2: not as an actor not as a character that is that's been cast off by another actor i don't know
1: either way i like it either way
2: i'd be okay with it okay all right so we've already talked about jeff snyder let's talk about another thing that insider jeff snyder has said so we have just lost the director for blade uh so maher Ali was going to be blade. Yeah, I think he was announced this blade like what? A year a year and a half ago. It was like
1: 2019. It's it was the been last it was the last Comic-Con that I went to and that was 2019. So it was it's been a years. while. That's apparently crazy. Over at Marvel Studios, they've been sitting with their thumbs up their asses just doing nothing because It's really they frustrating to me.
2: Like and the best I mean, we've got level, is his
1: voice. Yeah, they've been doing you know, right I forgot I forgot about that Eternals um, yeah, the thing that bothered me about it is right. that yeah, it's like it's been three years. What have you been doing for three years? A, but also I say that and Marvel Studios has turned out a million movies and TV shows. So it's not like they've been doing nothing. But at the same time, it's like, what happened? What's been going on with this this movie? Um, and to transition, I guess, Jonesy, not to take the story away from you, but uh Jeff Snyder mentioned in, in one of his his tweets that he has read that the movie has uh, it's 90 pages long currently. The current draft of the script has two lackluster action scenes and that Mahershala Ali is frustrated with the process. And yep. uh, this movie is supposed to come out next year. What? 13 months, 12 months. I forget the date specifically from now. Um, and that's, that's not happening. There's no way that's happening they uh they they're going to they're supposed to pre- start production in i believe 6 weeks and so whoever so, they bring in yeah blade
2: they was slated for, for production. November. no yeah 3 november 2023 is yeah. when it was supposed to be coming out so whoever comes in jonesy
1: damn it <laughs> is going to have to <laughs> prep the movie in less than 6 weeks which is crazy and yeah. ridiculous it's the hobbit all over again and we know how that turned out that's not I know who they should it, get. You know? I
2: know they should get Ooh. Louis Lighter.
1: <laughs> he's already doing uh what's it called? Fast 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. Louis Louis Leterrier.
2: Literrier. Is that the joke? He's
5: he's I keep forgetting his friends. Someone drops out like two weeks before or two weeks into You keep forgetting his like, friends.
2: Like, eh, did you come not come watch up. The
1: Transporter?
2: I watched um oh god, what's the TV show that he just oh, did for Netflix? Plays? Hmm?
3: <laughs> of the Titans.
2: you just watched that no not that one ah fuck that movie
3: didn't he uh, do incredible <laughs> hulk yeah Yeah,
2: he did yeah yep which is the reason why i was excited when he took over for fasten yeah um so yeah jammer yeah you did do the majority of the story the name of the director basem Tariq. that's who uh dropped out um it's fascinating and I'm really curious what Mahershala Ali's contract looks like that he isn't leaving this project because I feel like this movie was supposed to start shooting in a couple of weeks yeah Um, like six weeks for him to leave that close we've been having conversations talking about fast and furious it has to almost be that bad behind the scenes where he's just like I'm out because for a director to leave that soon and not even any movie it, as much as i love fast and furious fast and furious is not a marvel movie and for him to just dip out like that is kind of um fascinating and frightening and, and there was another
1: comment while
2: i'm oh, sorry i'll leave finish while the number of pages in the script doesn't quite bother me that much the most memorable stuff about Blade is him beating the shit out of vampires, right? And so when you say that there are two lackluster action scenes, that is more frightening to me than however many pages there are. Um, what I loved about... we So it's funny that we're talking about Blade in the same show where we're talking about X-Men. Kyle, to your point about those movies being like, eh, they were okay. I walked out of blade fucking amped. Right. And those oh, yeah. came out about the oh, same yeah. time. Like the rave music, like that opening scene was fucking fantastic. And then Blood it showers. just, Oh my God. The great holds up, holds up. If you can't do that, you're fucking up, right? If you can't beat a 20, 24 year old movie at this point, you've done something wrong. So I,
4: that's probably the frightening thing to me. Um, Jammer, what were you about to say? I'm sorry.
1: So the big thing for me as well is, is I think another comment from, I think Snyder where he's hearing that Kevin Feige is being spread too thin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we've all been feeling it. I have my personal opinions about the way people critique marvel shows or marvel projects it does bother me how often they're like well what did it do? <clears throat> it didn't move the storyline forward i'm just like but it was its own thing it's fine but were you entertained that's why that's why a lot of people are, are not liking she hulk it's like well what's the point i'm like it's a fun sitcom let it be a fun sitcom it doesn't need to be important that being said <clears throat> i think what's also true is that
2: i was like are you talking to
1: me <laughs>
0: No, I'm just no. saying it's not a sitcom. Situational comedies are a specific genre, and it, it doesn't fit that, that mold. It, it is. A fictional drama. Fits, a wedding is a situation. <laughs> yes, the wedding a would have been is a, a- situation. The the wedding is a sitcom trope, absolutely, but the rest of it wasn't. They're, they're not even trying to emulate. It's a mixture, the, Kyle. Uh, it's a mixture, The uh, uh, traditional the
1: was a situational comedy. She ended uh, with a court-based with a bunch of weirdos.
0: Uh, court-based sitcoms, if they'd wanted to go that way, like uh, Night Court or Alan. Say Bill, okay. one more fucking time. <laughs> oh, that would have been that would have been a lot lot better than what they got, be... and it would have been very fun, very funny. If they, I don't want it to be court, court case of the week, but. They didn't do any of that. Marvel Multiverse. They've been doing that.
1: What are you talking about? They've been doing cases of the week every week, except for last week.
5: I like Kyle's complaint about that's fine. I just don't think they should have called it attorney law. I think that's what leading Kyle those expectations. They should have just kept it. Why? Because Kyle's main complaint is they don't do enough courtroom stuff. If you're a move attorney at law, I think it negates Kyle's complaint about wanting Harvey Birdman because it's putting I'm a expectations I'm a podcaster, but I'm also there. an
2: attorney at law. That makes no sense.
5: <laughs> I'm just trying like, to help Kyle That's out. a degree. That's that, Kyle's that's a big degree problem. To... It's like there's not enough court in this show. I guess
1: Kyle, you you can't hear you by the way, Kyle. Kyle, we can't hear you.
0: Are you talking to yourself? What's going on? I guess I was talking to myself. Don't. Mar- Marvel Multiverse madam I'm not going to derail the, uh, <laughs> the done. show. You guys can go already listen done. to Nick and and I argue uh, relentlessly about it. So,
1: but yeah, so I mean, my point my point being is that people are complaining about the wrong things. They're saying like, oh, it didn't push the main overarching clock forward. So what's the point? But on the, at the same, by the same token, I think it is telling that whatever those internal standalone stories are, for the most part haven't been strong enough for us to overlook that part. So it's like, if they were strong enough by themselves, I don't think any of us would be complaining as much about the quality of of this phase. So it's like, yes and no. I get it, but at the same time, She-Hulk is perfectly fine, Kyle. Deal with it. Um, Anyway, uh, what was my point? What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Kevin Feige (laughs) being spread too thin. I think it's been very clear that uh, the quality control has been little bit lacking lately there's been he needs number two kind of slipping through the cracks cracks he needs number two or they need to dial it back i don't need this many marvel shows or marvel movies give me two shows and two movies a year that's it i don't need to go beyond that just have that it's too many things like Kevin feige shepherd it a little bit on a smaller scale don't overwhelm simply because you have to like oh we got to keep pushing things on a disney plus and sacrifice quality Cause I don't think there is somebody at this point who I could think of be as being a sufficient number two um, because they haven't risen to those rings. I mean, we've had a lot of people who've been executive producing and producing alongside Kevin Feige, and this is still a problem. So I feel like if, if there was a, an evident number two, I feel like we'd know about that person already, but yeah. maybe it's just a restructuring who knows that that is required.
2: What are you guys thinking for uh, a replacement director? There's a part of me like, Assuming or hoping that the quality control issues on Batgirl aren't true, I want Mm. the directors from Batgirl. um,
6: Yeah. Because again, the finished
2: product that I saw from Bad Boys for Life was pretty good.
1: That's
4: a great idea. I like that.
1: (laughs) Exactly, Joe.
2: That's that's it. We're we're all jumping on my idea. Or Jordan. No, (laughs) no, that was
1: a good idea. Yeah. You had a
2: good idea. Good job. Yeah. Jonesy has the best. Be proud.
3: Now, throw Jonesy a treat.
2: Jonesy gets a treat. <laughs> Fucking patronize me. I'm the host. <laughs> um, so... about,
1: um hold on. I, what about uh Steven Capel Jr. who did Creed 2?
2: Very competent.
1: Yeah. I think he'd be good. I, I know he good.
2: can shoot action scenes. Yeah. I need to go back Jobin... and watch Creed 2 because it's while so I know good. I like it... this. I know i like the story from the first one better um when i went back and watched the second one some of those fight scenes are the things that really stuck out to me the most like it was it was visceral and impactful and if you can do that in a blade movie see it so yeah yeah Yeah. good
3: shooting fighting shooting boxing films or mma films like that shooting action well in that action well it's actually very difficult, and they they he 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 nailed it in in Creed Two. Because what are you otherwise, Halle Berry did it. <laughs> if you look at some of the other boxing films, even the old Rocky films, the actual look at Rocky Four, for example, when he's fighting Ivan Drago, there's clearly no contact made whatsoever, and it, and it although it's still a great fun film, but in Creed Two they did that really well. So you're absolutely right. If they can shoot that action, then vampire action, sword fight action. I'll, I'll be down with that.
2: So, I think Kyle came up with a good one, Chad Stahelski. So, I think that gives you the gunplay that Blade is known for. Here's another question, uh, even before we get on to the director Is this going to be rated R? Because I feel like it needs
1: yes. to be. Yes. Yes, because Deadpool is definitely going to be rated R. So, this one I could see them being furring more into rated R.
2: I don't know that I've seen an announcement one way or the other. No, no, um,
1: it hasn't been announced. I'm just saying, come on, it's going to be Deadpool's going to be rated R. Nothing has been announced.
2: So here's the thing: making a rated R film, you already limit how much money you're going to make, and I think it's easier with Deadpool because it's a known quantity. It is probably what in the top five in terms but of. But it wasn't rated known
1: R. when the first one came out, though.
2: Sure. I think that was lightning striking. And then you've got the sequel. So people are excited to go see the sequel. Twenty-four years on, or however it's been long it's been since Ryan Reynolds fucked up the third blade movie. Um <laughs> I don't know that it has the same cachet that it used to. Um, I, mean, I, think, I think there's
3: been there's agreement we all right to was the problem or led to one of the problems that's led us to have this discussion now, how to fit it in the MCU, how to fit an R-rated film in. Do you think that may have been one of the challenges they've had? Why the action scenes have been lackluster, because they're trying to balance blood and guts with family-friendly action, for want of a better way of doing it, and that's why they (laughs) seem to pretty action scenes, because they weren't capturing what we needed. I don't know. I will answer
2: your question. By reminding everyone of a scene from the very first blade movie. I remember a guy getting his hand chopped off and then like like spraying his own blood in his own face. I from mean,
1: the I very first blade that. movie. Like I think there's a it's not a coincidence that we're seeing Disney Plus up its R ratingness with like letting in those Netflix shows, implying that those Netflix shows are now canon. Obviously, we don't know for sure yet, but like implying aspects of those are canon for sure. Um, Even if it's not the entire thing wholesale, I think they're, they're, they're towing into the, the R rated waters, so to speak. And I think by the time we get to blade, we're already going to be at least knee deep or waist deep into that. So I think it's going to happen. Plus more
0: zombies will be rated M jammer. Interesting.
1: And then dead by, and it's animated.
5: That's crazy.
1: Uh, What the heck is that? Um, Werewolf by midnight. What is that rated. Do we know? Yeah. That's an R rated
3: and it's apparently awesome. What I've heard and read so is it R rated? I don't, they keep I saying so, it's the most yeah.
5: violent thing they've done, but I haven't seen a rating for it. And it comes out I believe the seventh, I think, or Werewolf by Night, not Midnight.
1: Um, look that up. <laughs> That's the sequel, Midnight. Werewolf by Midnight. I like that. Werewolf by <laughs> yeah, I don't Mid- see Mid- Werewolf by Night. Dawn is the th- is the prequel.
3: I got um... nothing. In terms of in bed of, by uh, lunchtime, is the last one,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The I, one don't that ruins the I don't fight see stage.
2: a rating, I don't see a rating, yeah. but yeah, I think you're right, Danny. Uh, if it's true that this is not going to be a rated R feature, I that would be the thing that's neutering the fight scenes 100%. Mm. TV 14
5: is what it is, so, no, no, so it's the not. same as like Harvard Loki, and yeah, yeah, yeah. really. G-Hulk. Well, yeah, they're all tv mean
3: the, the, the trailer's pretty freaking scary or whatever you want to call Do it.
5: They? In America, the difference between R and uh PG13 is literally the amount of blood on the screen. Not like even oh. like, you can and, watch and Jurassic and Park and an arm hard. can be rid off, ripped off as long as there isn't blood. You can watch two T-Rexes you guys tear will... a guy in half.
2: <laughs> You'll think this interesting is interesting, I think, maybe. Jammer to your point about Disney Plus towing. Dipping their toe into the more mature stuff here in Korea, the stuff from Hulu is on Disney Plus. Yeah, so they just put all of that stuff like on Prey, here. So yeah. things like Prey, yeah, rated R features are on there.
1: There was also a rumor yeah. that what is it Paramount? Who owns thirty percent of Hulu? Was it Paramount? Whoever that thirty percent owner is, might is going to sell. Be wanting to buy it, buy the rest out, or either that, or they're trying to artificially put a bit out so they can inflate and get more money out of it. So that's, that's also what they're doing. There's
5: no way Disney lets go. Of but Hulu. but you know if they
1: do let go of it, like just bring it all to Disney Plus. I don't understand why they're hanging on to Hulu. To be honest,
5: they don't kind of keeps the 20th century identity to it. Why? And it's one of the bigger streamers, isn't it? I assume it has bigger numbers than Disney Plus.
2: But if you fold all that stuff into it. What does know. it matter?
5: Then it kills their whole package they like to prompt. Or like, does it? Yeah, yeah
0: but maybe is more is people BSBA?
1: sign up for Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus offer one rate. I mean, who knows? But like, who knows what's going to happen? But it's a possibility that... I see them slowly trending towards more R-rated stuff.
5: I hope so.
2: Fingers crossed. We'll see. Too long on this topic. You guys ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. We've got a couple of other things that we could talk about. Um, I don't know if that's necessary. Um, the one that I wanted to bring up to you guys, only because it disappoints me a lot, is the fact that Star Trek has lost its release date. Uh, so it was slated to hit theaters in December of next year, uh, December 22nd, that is now gone. So after they lost their director to fucking Marvel. Um uh-huh. we- we're not getting anything from Star Trek which um, I'm kind of dis- just I'm really disappointed because I was hoping that the fourth film would wrap up the story um, for this crew and then we kind of move on but now they're just out there like a like so many hanging chads um, and I know you guys have talked about this before because you've talked about the fact that Matt Shackman exited the film but <sighs> is there any hope for this film getting back on track
5: I do I just I think there is. I just think it was silly to give it a release date before they had a script. Whereas, like, a release date that or, is before the actors signed uh, Mission on Mission Impossible 2, Man. which not only has a script, but is almost done filming. And that it was, they set it before Mission Impossible 8, even though they have way more on Mission Impossible 8 ready.
2: I mean, I think it's crazy that, so going back in time, JJ Abrams announced this movie before they even had the cast on board. The cast is like, what? So what's yeah, that?
5: yeah. <laughs> pretty much i they're all like
2: paycheck so.
5: <laughs> and I, I feel like they enjoy doing that movie too <clears throat> yeah i think
2: so i think so too danny what you got anything
3: i think it's a shame because i've been looking forward to some some more trek stuff the last i'm not not the, the shows and the big screen stuff is the same but i've been really enjoying a lot of the new tv stuff so it's made me excited for this new movie and i've actually enjoyed the the recent iterations of Star Trek. What do you call it? The, the Kelvin timeline, the mm-hmm. non-Kelvin, which one being ignorant here. I've, I've, I've enjoyed these films on a whole. So, but I think it will happen. Just not assume yeah. we would like. Okay. But that's okay. Um, Cause we've got Deadpool 2024. So I'm happy. So whatever. Yeah. Danny's <laughs> like, that's
5: all the news I needed this week.
3: <laughs> all I needed. Yeah. Cheered me up. No, and on that note, I'm going to bid you and the dear listener adieu, farewell, bon voyage. Cause I have to um, go and talk to people i'd rather spend less time with
2: i got one more thing to say to you specifically danny so we were having a conversation on discord about andor i figured out what it was i didn't like about it it's the fact that the endings are abrupt but that's because of the way they're doing the storytelling so they've got um arcs for the episodes that are three episodes long so they're telling the story in three episode arcs so when this fourth episode ended it feels like somebody's like all right that's enough for you that's how i feel
3: yeah that's fair yeah and that does make sense on rewatch and i actually i've actually been really enjoying and because of that way but that does make sense it is a bit abrupt for one of the better words yeah but
2: and i noticed it less in the first three episodes because you got a complete <clears> arc <throat> so those individual episodes ended strangely but that last that third episode like it felt like a natural stopping yeah. point that's well, fair. So, how many episodes after this, i watched it. How much, how many will it be? I thought 12, right? Yeah. 12,
3: yeah. So you could yeah. be, Jones, you could have just created a new rule of three.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah. just stop watching.
3: We'll <laughs> watch it in three episodes. Yeah, wait to binge watch three episodes at once. Yeah. I think but I yeah, have that's to cool. do that. Anyway, guys, yeah. lovely to see you all again. Super enjoy it, but I do have to dish out. And dear listener, Go on Discord. Tell us what you think. I'd love to hear your opinions on Deadpool, even if they're probably wrong, but go for it. <laughs> Bye, Danny. Adios.
2: What else, <laughs> if anything, do you guys want to talk about? Like I said, there are a couple other things. They're like, whatever.
5: <laughs> I like that. It's not even on the list, like, but I like the that. Welcome- out its cast. Like when Kevin Bacon was cast means. this week, I'm like, villain, villain alert. <laughs> it's Kevin Bacon. That's all I have to say about it. But I'm mm-hmm. glad that movie is feeling more and more real. The new Beverly Hills Cop decades. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's What's called Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley. Because that's what you call movies now that are like soft reboots or delayed sequels. You put the characters. So I think in if it, it top was, top was actually a a Rambo,
1: it should have been called Foley. was what it would have
2: been
5: called. See, that would or have driven me up the wall if it was just called Foley. Foley.
2: Or Axel F, like the song. Axel <laughs> F. That's what the song is called, the theme song. I didn't know
4: it was called. Yeah,
2: that's
4: what called. Um,
2: are you guys watching House of the Dragon or Ring no. of Power? Yes.
1: No? Uh, yeah. I was watching, I've only three episodes into Ring of the Power, and I'm waiting on House of the Dragon because time.
2: Oh, you're one of those people. Apparently, it's getting crushed in the Nielsen ratings. So, Ring of Power is the dragon
1: is getting crushed.
2: Yes. So it's not doing well.
5: No, it's doing well still for HBO.
1: It's doing well,
2: but it's getting crushed by the Ring of Power. So, 1.3 billion minutes viewed of the Ring of Power compared to 781 million minutes rings.
5: House yeah, Dragon. Dragon. Thank you Dragon rings of power. There's nine or something. No, there's more than that. But that's crazy. So, yeah. That's uh good for good for Amazon, I guess. That
1: makes me Whoa. very happy because there was that rumor
5: money. that they were gonna cancel everything if the show didn't do well. And I was like, the show better do well even if I don't like it, just so I get more, more boys and invincible and stuff like that. But I
1: mean, let's be real though, boys and invincible. If they uh if they got canceled to Amazon, someone else would pick up those two.
5: Strictly, Amazon yeah. would let go the rights.
1: That's true. I'm not sure what the, or I'm not sure if they have the I mean, rights to
5: those or if they just,
1: if they just have the streaming rights or whatever to mm. those seasons.
2: Yeah, I mean, I figured if they canceled everything, that would be a money thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. so if somebody was willing to pay for that, then
5: yeah, like when New Line. Uh, risked everything on Lord of the Rings, and they struck it huge. And then they risked everything on Golden, Com- Golden and Compass.
4: Golden Compass. They qu- shut down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, what we're gonna do, Let's it, do again. it again.
2: <laughs> 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 Double or nothing. Oh, nothing. What? Yeah. Speaking of which, did that show come back?
1: His Dark Materials. It's coming back. Yeah. Right?
2: Is it it's coming back? I actually, I, saw, I never, uh, like the first
1: Thr first look. Oh, you didn't.
2: Mm. Should, I, should I keep going? sure i
1: don't know i don't remember, I don't remember what else
5: rousing, the endorsement.
2: rousing endorsement rousing <laughs>
1: endorsement i like anyway i like the first
5: season and second season so oh you're asking if i should keep watching it i like should we keep going yeah. with stories and i was like i don't remember what else is on the list but... oh yeah no
2: there's there's nothing else
5: on. The oh list. no no it's we're fine. talking
1: about yeah. uh his dark materials but yeah season three is yeah. coming and they got angels and
2: shit we'll see two Maybe favorite watch things it. I'm really no, enjoying not, Andor, not despite the things. fact that I don't like the way the uh, the episodes end. I love the lore that they're <laughs> creating.
5: I was gonna say that too, but I remember just now I didn't even finish the last episode. Like I had to Jesus do something, Christ. and when I got home, I didn't turn it back on.
2: <laughs> I have one. I have one. One issue, and somebody needs to correct me. Somebody needs to tell me I'm wrong about this. The empire is based on what? Nazis. Nazis, is it weird Nasies. then that in this production of Star Wars, specifically like more so than I can ever think of, they are diversifying the empire?
4: I think that a little it? bit like
5: they you have should a diversify fascist st- organization, yeah. You no, no, should diversify are, Star Wars, but yeah, suddenly you have like black commanders and stuff in the empire. But here like they didn't even so let so other is they live Is it just in.
1: is the other aliens, or is it just? Other
0: races. Well, other they've humans, been racist other... in the
5: past. The empire, because they're based on Nazis.
0: In the it is well, actually, Nick. Uh, the empire. Well, the empire it, was. Yeah, yeah, I just did, did the actual Well, actually, so you can push yeah, your glasses up. Yeah, you really, really want me to? So, so hold on. I'm not wearing my glasses, <laughs> but actually, Nick. uh <laughs> The empire actually gets a lot of its uh inspirations from uh the United States's behavior in Vietnam and. Mm-hmm. Uh, really informed Lucas at the time. Yes. Imagery and historical things draw from Nazis. The, Stormtroopers. uh, the, um, the empire itself was seen to be, uh, in the movies, of course, uh, in the OT, of course, very white. All the extras came from England. Yep. England is very white now, even more white back then, not excuses or anything just con- context. The EU created the idea that the empire was racist against uh aliens. They don't really most a lot of characters don't even get like skin color descriptions in in a lot of EU books and you don't get a lot of uh built up uh imperials anyways. Um but there never was like a that I can recall something against dark-skinned humans versus non-dark-skinned humans, but alien races and women, 100%, 100%. And they've kept the limit of alien races, you know, shown the empire to still be racist against, you know, non-humans. Uh, but they've softened up on the on the female aspect mm-hmm. quite a bit. Absolutely. And then to Jonesy's point, uh, there is definitely, even compared to some of the uh, uh, movies, uh, definitely seems to be a lot more, uh, diversity, uh, for this empire. I don't know what's going on. If it's just, we're more aware or we're finally seeing more imp- Imperials for the first time in a while. But th- did I answer any questions?
4: <laughs> yeah.
5: And I think it's, I just think it's funny about, that's why the empire are all British. <laughs> the bad guys are British from the original yeah. trilogies. Yeah. There's extras yeah. from Pinewood studios out in London.
2: Yeah, so yeah that's it. I, I just thought it was funny. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> other than that, I'm really enjoying the show. Um, like I said, the lore is fantastic. I love the idea of giving meaning to the idea of a rebel alliance, because in the original trilogy, those are just words. But in here, when Luther is having a conversation with Cassian and he's just like, Hey, um, you know, you're all basically the same and they name all the organizations that presumably will eventually make up the rebel Alliance. So stuff like that. I think it's cool money. Where do you get all this money from? Get a very, uh, Falcon and winter soldier look into the lives of the empire and rebel Alliance. It's fun. I
5: dig it.
2: No, I haven't
1: seen it yet. I'm excited to get it. Yeah. Well, when it started, I was out at the convention and I didn't have any time. Ah, right, right, right. And then when I got back, <clears throat> I was playing catch up from being out of the convention. So I really haven't had a lot of time apart from that one evening where I hung out with Nick and then and we we watched a bunch of other random shit instead of Andor. So there you go.
6: Okay.
2: All right. You ready to shut it down then?
5: Yeah. Shut her down. Oh, I have to All add okay. one thing. I want to apologize to the listener. I accidentally ripped the name off of the Star Trek episode <laughs> without realizing it. My named "Who Watches the Watchers." I did not know there was a Star Trek episode named that. Because I sent you guys the picture from that. Mm-hmm. There's a Next Gen episode named that. Obviously, I was ripping off Watchmen with a play on it. But what well, was there we you were go. The name
2: of- But you know that that, that line is a, a Latin.
5: Yeah, that's quote, what. Right. In fact, they say that in the watchman that's the closest tra- tra- translation yeah. who watches the Watchmen? because they say that also in the tv series they just yeah. say it but then i learned online that yeah it's what they say
2: it in the comic book as the well Watchmen. yeah i
5: don't know, it's been a while since so
2: I've you heard didn't heard rip it off right. from star trek it's i just, it's just i saw that and face. i was more like a
5: ah! <laughs> okay i understand that reference it's us no i'm kidding it's yeah
4: awesome. <gasps>
2: So, dear listener, thanks for listening. You got Nick's apology, so take it to heart. He really means it. Uh, also, do all the socials like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate it. Also, LRM Online has other great stuff for you to listen to. Where else but on the genre podcast network, as well as the website LRMOnline.com. Genreverse. Genreverse. What did I say? You're like genre. me Just genre. I, I, I do I that too often. It. Genreverse.
4: I'm going to write a sticky you... note.
2: You know what needs to happen? We just need to change the name of the website. And we'll never have to do that again. <laughs> we we'll uh, on that. I'll
5: so. pained laugh.
2: One day. One day. But yeah, genreverse podcast network. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We will catch you on the next one. Hasta lasagna.
5: Don't get any on you.
0: No, you get one second. No, no, I, I wait first. I wait. I give you guys one second. Okay. <laughs> I, I hear, don't get any Anya. On 1,001.
6: Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun,
5: so winning was a dream come true.
6: Chumbo Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes.